So this representative from, I don't know exactly where, to be honest, um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's a representative in Georgia, congresswoman in Georgia, she was banned from Twitter yesterday, I think. And I thought that was interesting. Um, you'll, you'll see for me, I, I don't, I try and be truly independent. Um, I, I, I try not to get into like, I'm, I'm a conservative or a liberal or a Republican or a Democrat, although I'm sure I have my leanings. So I don't bring this topic up in that light of like to be super political about it. Um, and, and apparently she was suspended or yeah, I guess suspended from Twitter because of things she said about COVID and the vaccines and all that. And again, I, my, my intent isn't to get into that debate either. Um, but more just to think about this situation um, and, and, and kind of just assess it a bit. Uh, it's, it's interesting. The reason I say it's interesting is, <clears throat> is because it, it gets to the heart of kind of a, a core concept of censorship to an extent. Um, when we think something's better for people, um, what steps are we willing to take to make sure that, that we protect others in some way, right? It gets into a lot of those kind of philosophical questions. So, so let's talk about it a little bit. So she was suspended. Apparently there's, you know, the, there's a, there's a three strike program that Twitter has, and she'd been warned before. And I guess let's start with, with the idea of her tweeting things that people believe are dangerous or false. So she's tweeting things about the vaccine and that maybe it's dangerous, it doesn't work, maybe COVID's not as serious or, or, or not as real as, as we're being told. In some ways, kind of like the, the typical conservative line um, on, on COVID. Now, what's interesting about this, right? Because we see this every day. We see it play out in all different places where, where there's a group that believes vaccines, everything she just everything I just said she said. And then there's a group that thinks she's fucking crazy and, and evil or people like that. And that, you know, the vaccine's absolutely necessary. And, and you have you have those those camps. I guess what I just cutting right to the heart of it, what I find interesting about this is people should be smart enough to know that those dynamics exist. So I have to assume that actions that are being taken are being taken with that awareness and you're either intentionally um, acting in bad faith or perhaps you're not competent enough to, to realize the implications, but like, and I'm going to go both ways on this, but let's start with with Marjorie Marjorie Taylor um, as kind of the starting point. Taylor Green as a starting point. So let's assume you believe vaccines are dangerous. You believe that there's some risk to the American people. You think there's evil at play. You think these things are are happening. But you, but you understand the dynamic, right? You understand what Twitter is. You understand where Twitter stands on this. You understand that they've suspended other people before. So it's not, it's not a shock that this happened. It, you, you almost have to assume you're, you're doing it, you're posting these things on Twitter. I'm sure partially because you want, you want to spread a message and you, and you think to an extent you're helping people, but you also know the likely reaction that's going to come. That's not, that's not a surprise to you. Um, you know that the things you're saying are 
controversial. Doesn't mean they're not true. Doesn't mean they are true. Just that they're controversial. You know that they're nuanced, right? That's the reason they're so controversial. That's the reason two groups can look at the same set of information and have completely different reactions, right? I have to assume, given your position, you're smart enough to recognize all of that. And if your objective truly is to help the people, right? Um, If your objective really is to kind of help save America and save the country, you have to be smart enough to recognize that your actions are potentially too short-sighted, too simple to actually achieve that, right? If you're if you're looking at all the risks there are to our country and, and the people that you're trying to protect, you would have to, I think, acknowledge that the risk of divisiveness, the risk of this animosity and hatred against the two sides, the risks of the constant petty back and forth fighting, um, shock statements that are meant to just draw attention and, and get a reaction, those that is a risk to our country. So I have to ask the question. How, how are you taking this course of action in good faith, right? How are you, what's the value? <laughs> what's the value that you're playing off of here that allows you to go down this path? And it can't be the simple answer of, well, you know, there's risk to people and I'm, I'm spreading the word. Awesome. Good. If you believe that good, then you should want to spread the word in the most effective way possible. You should want to spread the word. Firstly, that's true because the truth has to be the guiding light, Right. But you you should want to make sure that the word you're trying to get out there is received and heard by the people that need to hear it and be protected and the people that need to change their views or change their, their minds or their actions, that they get that information in the most effective way. And I can't imagine a scenario where you think feeding into this back and forth, petty, again, shock statement type mentality or, or approach to things is, is the most effective way to get there. I can only imagine, I have to assume that you, your team, your people, people around you, people that care about you are smart enough to know what actions like the ones you're taking are going to result in. It's not to say that it's fair. It's not to say that it's not fair. It's not to say that Twitter was right or wrong, whatever, but you knew what was going to happen. Just like, you know, every time you publish a tweet or say something that's super controversial, but you try and simplify it and make it as if it's obvious that it's the way you see it. When you make statements that so clearly just go towards the party line and the kind of the hot button topic of the day that you know is going to draw attention and, and perhaps win you followers or likes or whatever it is. You have to know that that all is there. Now, that doesn't mean that you're acting in bad faith. It doesn't mean maybe I'm missing something. Maybe there's something I don't see. Maybe there's something that you've considered all of this and you're still taking this action for some reason, but you're never giving people a chance to see that because it's always so or I shouldn't say it's always because who am I to say always, but it seems to be it's often very over the top, very for effect. Um, and you don't give us the opportunity to understand why you're doing it. What's the value again that's driving it? How have you considered and factored this in? And from where I sit, I can only assume that you, again, either are doing it intentionally or you, your group, your team, whatever, is not capable or competent enough to understand this dynamic. Now, maybe you think it's working. Maybe you think you're getting the result that you want to be getting. And if that's the case, then I get that logic. And I see why you might go this route and you might do this. But 
again, you'd have to admit that working is is including hurting the country. It's including feeding into the divisiveness that already exists. You're perpetuating that. You're adding to that. Why can't it be true that you're concerned about the vaccines? You're concerned that COVID maybe isn't as dangerous as people think it is or being told. You're concerned that there might be foul play. You're concerned that there might be people that are acting in bad faith, whatever it is. You're concerned about all of that. But you also recognize that majority of the people involved in this and, and the country and the, and, and the full population are good people that are just trying to figure it all out and not alienate, not demonize the other side, right? Although it's convenient, it's easy, it's effective at getting a reaction. Um, some might even say it's justified because the way that they're acting. Although for all those reasons you could do that, why not just not do that? <laughs> why not take the approach that I'm going to just let the truth be the story, not my dramatics, not my extreme language and um, for effect way of presenting things that that should you don't you don't need to be the story. If you really care about the truth, if you really care about helping people, then you should not be the story. You should not be trying to be the story. You should not be worried about how many Twitter followers you have or anything like that. It should be about helping people. That should be the story. And I have to challenge the idea. I could be wrong. I have to challenge you in the idea that you genuinely believe the approach you're taking is the most effective way to reach that objective of helping the most people. I just, I challenge it. I, I can't believe that you are as confident that you are, that it's true. And, and I don't know that you've challenged it enough. And, and I'm sure I'm guilty of many of the same things. That's why we all have to question and challenge more. But I should say, right, my, my intention here isn't just to um, attack Marjorie Taylor Greene. Because firstly, you know, as I said, I could, I could be wrong and I would be totally open to that. If there's information that I'm missing, if there's logic that I'm not following, definitely. But I just see a situation in our country that's, that's not great. And I see somebody that appears to be acting in too simplified a manner. So I question it because that's what we should do. Um, but, but I also don't want to just make it about her because there's two sides to this. And, and, and I'm not naive to that by any means. Um, everything I just said about Marjorie Taylor Greene, I, I stand by that, right? Those, those hypotheses, those, those thoughts. Um, but there is the other side, Tw Twitter and this, this overall um, stigma or, or, or approach that we do not want to hear people that speak out. I mean, come on, you, you could agree with everything I just said and you, and you could still also be scared of that. You could think Marjorie Taylor Greene deserves to, to um, well, does she deserve to be kicked off Twitter? Probably not. But that you disagree with what she's saying and how she's saying it and that she's probably doing it to try and, um, or not try and hurt people, but she's doing it for selfish reasons that may hurt people. And that's not a good thing. You could believe all of that and still be scared that censorship is happening. Still be scared that... Um, on a situation like this, that's as important as our health and life or death and vaccines and mandates and requiring people to get medical treatment, that the idea that you can't really speak out against it. And if you do at too much of a level where somebody gets to decide that, Hey, you went too far. Like, I don't like what you said anymore. They can, they can cancel you. They could turn you off. 
they could eliminate you from the main platforms that allow you to spread that message. You have to have some concern about that, right? Logically, as liberal as anybody could be, as progressive, as concerned about COVID, all of that could be true and is fine. But logically, you still have to be concerned that there are groups in power that have control over, over too many levers that are problematic. And by that, I mean, there's the lever which says you absolutely have to get vaccinated, right? Which is what the current administration is trying to do. Um, you absolutely have to get vaccinated. The reason why you have to get vaccinated is coming from, you know, a source that's also centralized, the CDC and others, although others can kind of validate it, but that kind of sits in the same roof. So, so the thinking behind it, the decision that you have to get vaccinated, that they are in control of. And then to also control or minimize even if it's not directly the government, but it's it's social media platforms or what have you, if somebody is also controlling the ability for people to speak out against it and challenge it too strongly, on a very logical level, that is super problematic because you're telling me I have to get vaccinated. But there are people out there that are saying, ah, that might not be a good idea. And you're telling me you cannot listen to them. I will not allow you to hear their words. Now, I get it, right? It's not lost on me that Part of the reason for saying that is that you're afraid that people are intentionally trying to manipulate, that people are trying to spread misinformation that's going to get people killed. I get that. I totally get that. But that does not change the fact that you're requiring something without allowing people to get full information and make their own decisions about it. You're telling them what information they can consume that then dictates how they feel about this thing that you're forcing them to do. There's not enough freedom of choice in that. It's not to say this is the only time this has ever existed in the history of our country or the world, right? There's multiple instances of this. This is just the one that's in the news today. So I'm not trying to dramatize it as if like this has never happened before. I'm also not trying to suggest that this means we're becoming Nazi Germany, right? It could. There's a chance of that. There always is a chance of that. Every action, when the seatbelt law was put into effect, you could have made that argument, right? So I'm not saying it's definitely that. All I'm saying is on a very basic, logical, fundamental level, when you look at that dynamic, the way in which things are controlled, it's concerning. It's concerning. And I think it should be okay to say that and to be concerned about it. And again, still feel like maybe the things uh, Representative Taylor Greene said are, are wrong. And I, I, I put the same burden on this side, on Twitter, on the government, on President Biden, whoever it is that's in power, right? Just like I would have President Trump when he was in power. The burden is on you to account for that dynamic, right? You can't just dismiss it. You can't just brush it under the rug. You can't just as Marjorie Taylor Greene couldn't just make pretend like, well, I didn't know how divisive the country was. I didn't know how social media worked. And that if I said these things on here, it would cause all sorts of drama. I didn't know that it seems so obvious that so many politicians and people in power are, are, are looking for, or at least it seems, are looking for attention and popularity more so than helping people. I didn't know all that was at play in society right now. So when I made these dramatic statements, I did it just thinking it would it would have an impact. It would get to the objective I wanted. No, it's not good enough. You knew all of all that dynamic in that context, and you did it anyway. Same thing to you, Twitter, or, or government officials that are, are kind of condoning this and all this stuff. You have to account for that. It doesn't mean you're wrong. It doesn't mean your approach and your thinking is off. It means the burden is on you to show that you're accounting for that, right? The burden is on you. So what does that mean? The burden is on you, Twitter or, or President Biden or whoever it is, people that have a voice on that side of the table 
to step up and say and explain why you did this, what the risks are, um, to make a case for it, to show us that you actually do believe in freedom of speech. You do understand that there is risk here. Like to come on and say, like, I, I get it, right? Imagine, imagine if President Biden came on and said at some point, like, America, I, I get it. This looks bad. It is bad. It looks bad. We are forcing you to get something injected into your body that perhaps some of you in good faith are not sure is safe or don't think is necessary. I get that. And I get for various reasons, right? Whatever they may be, Russian bots and you know people trying to spread misinformation, the well-being of people. We're also telling you that you can't spread misinformation. You can't, if you say something that goes against the vaccines and the policy and the mandates too strongly, then we shut that down. I get that. I get that that does not look good. Um, and let me explain to you why, in spite of that, we're still thinking this is the right course to take. This, these are still the right actions. The burden of proof has to be on you to explain that and to make it clear why, in spite of that, you're still taking this approach. And it can't be condescending. It can't be simple. It can't be just like I just criticized Marjorie Taylor Greene of potentially doing. You can't take something that's so unbelievably nuanced and complex and try and simplify it and put out a tweet and say, just go get vaccinated. It's safe. It's proven it's safe. There's so many dimensions to that. There's so many different components that to simplify it that much, it gets back to the same thing. Either you are intentionally acting in bad faith or you are not competent or capable enough to do this effectively, right? If you think the right approach is to shut down anybody that disagrees too strongly with what you're acquiring, if you think the right approach is to just tell people, we know what's better for you and you just have to like it and do what we say, if you tell people that you, I, the burden of proof has to be on you, you have to be better than that to not take that approach. And you're not giving us enough to see it. And it's allowing this cycle to happen, this kind of perpetual thing that, that it feeds off of itself. And this is why I found this story so interesting. Take the actions of Twitter, take the actions of, of people, President Biden, I don't know what he said about this, but I'm just using him, uh, excuse me, as kind of an example. And then take the actions of Marjorie Taylor Greene. These two things are feeding off each other. She feels like she has to post crazy shit and she has to be dramatic and come so hard because look what Twitter's doing. Look, they're censoring people. Look, the government's not speaking out against it. They're condoning it as well. She feels like she has to do that because Twitter is doing that stuff. And Twitter feels like, well, we have to shut down somebody like Marjorie Taylor Greene because look at the crazy batshit stuff she's saying and how strongly she's coming out. She's, she, she's not being rational. We have to cut her. And then it just keeps feeding off of each other and it keeps going at some point. Somebody has to actually step up and break that cycle. At some point, Twitter or Marjorie Taylor Greene needs to step up and say, listen, I get it. I get all the dynamics at play here. I get that the words matter and that what I'm saying and what I'm doing matters and that there's a lot of divisiveness and all that. And, and try and bridge that a little bit. Be the one that lets the truth actually be the story rather than themselves. Somebody has to do that. Um, and that's the idea of trying, if, if you get to the root level of what do I really care about? What do I really value? What am I really trying to achieve? It's harder for you to lie to yourself about that. It's harder for you to miss it when you're not acting in accordance with that value. And I would argue Twitter, Marjorie Taylor Greene, there's a chance. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not even saying that I'm certain of it by any means, but there's a chance that you are not acting in accordance with those values. Twitter, Marjorie Taylor Greene, you're trying to keep us safe. You're trying to protect us. 
while the shit that you're doing and these stories coming up constantly is not protecting us. It's not keeping us safe. It's not making the country a better place. That doesn't mean you're evil. It doesn't mean you're intentionally trying to do it, but it means maybe don't be so confident that your current approach is the right approach because there's a lot of bad coming from it. So just be a little bit more thoughtful, challenge yourself a little bit more and show us a little bit more of your work. Show us the humility, the logical thinking, the reasonableness that leads you to the actions you're taking, right? The burden of proof is on you to do that. And when I read a story like this, this is where my mind goes. And this is why I wanted to do a podcast because I want to have these conversations, not because I think I'm right, right? Not because I want to show I'm smarter than Marjorie Taylor Greene or whoever from Twitter, not because I want um, to like shame them in any way. It's not that. I want to get to the truth of it as best and as close as we can. I want people to be forced, just like I do, I expect of myself to think through this at a level that is appropriate given how significant and important the situation it is. And ultimately, I just want a world where people act in good faith and feel safe enough that they can because they've thought through it enough. They're less insecure. They're less afraid of what they don't know because they've challenged themselves enough. They've thought through it enough. I think that's a better world. I think that helps. Um, and I'm the first one to admit, because I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't, I, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm arrogant in thinking that. Maybe I'm being just like Twitter or Marjorie Taylor Greene, right? And I think I'm, you know, just making the story about me. Shit, maybe I am. Maybe I am. I hope not. There's a lot of things I do every day to try and make sure that's not the case. But maybe, and that's the point, the willingness to just say, maybe I actually am and actually mean it and believe it and do some work to check on that. That's the best we can hope for. And that's Twitter, Marjorie Taylor Greene. That's what I would ask of you. That's the, that's the headline to me about this story um, is that just, just consider it, entertain the possibility that maybe there's a better way you could have handled this. Maybe you're not actually acting in accordance with what you say you value and what means the most. Maybe. That's all.